Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will empty Hey, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. What brings you joy? Reading the Psalms with you? Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I hate putting you on. No, I don't. I love what brings me joy is putting you on the spot. That was you, great. You do like that. Let's talk about joy today. You cool with that? I think that's a great thing to talk about. Do you have a new translation to read? Not only do that, do I have a new translation, I have a new living translation. Excellent. I admit I'm not as comfortable with this translation, but I could not bring myself to read the message. <laughs> It looks good in your hand. <laughs> it's a good looking so Bible. Try this. Let's just let's just see how they how they brought this about, how they uh, interpreted the psalm. Psalm four, New Living Translation. Answer me when I call to you, O God, who declares me innocent. Free me from my troubles. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people ruin my reputation? How long will you make groundless accusations? How long will you continue your lies? You can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call to him. Don't sin by letting anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust the Lord. Many people say, who will show us better times? Let your face smile on us, Lord. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. There you go. We were going to talk about joy, so you need to find that translation that uses the word joy in verse 7. Well, most of them do. Does the New King, I can't remember, New King James not say joy? No, it's gladness. I mean, it's the same. Gladness, yeah. Same idea there. Yeah. ESV says joy. Most of them say joy. You've given me greater joy. Actually, I like this verse on this one than those who have abundant harvests of grain and wine, because it brings in that that idea of of the harvest. And I think that really gets to the point of what's going on here. When you have a harvest time, mm-hmm. it's a time of blessing. It's a time of prosperity for oh, some. A time of joy, absolutely. The, the crops are coming in and usually, yeah, like you said, even feasting. I know. I, I, here, let me share this with you. I, I'm not sure that I actually by this explanation of the psalm, but I do think it's interesting, especially as we consider this verse. There are some that as they study Psalm 4, they take a different approach than than it was written at the same time as Psalm 3. Right. That, that it was David writing during the time of Absalom. There are some who see this as David is speaking on behalf of the priests and the Levites. Oh. And the reason for that is because the priests and the Levites are the godly who were set mm-hmm. apart for himself. Okay. God took took the right. priests and the Levites, the set them apart for yeah. him. And when he did that, he did not give them land. Mm-hmm. God is their inheritance, so they didn't get land. Well, if they didn't get land, then what they don't have is harvests of grain and wine. Yeah. They they now have to rely on all of Israel to take care of them because mm-hmm. they're supposed to be able to do their rounds at the temple yeah. or at the tabernacle during the time of David. But they're not supposed to have to work the land. They're supposed to be cared for. In fact, sometimes when Israel gets judged, it's because you aren't taking care of the Levites. They've now had to go plant crops and yeah. take care of themselves, which means they have not been able to come and take care of the temple. Yeah. And so we see that. 
So from that perspective, if and, and I could be right about that because we don't have a heading here, I tend to think it's more David talking about himself with his supporters. But if we allowed this for just a moment and saw this as the idea of priests and Levites who did not have land inheritance, but they had God, mm-hmm. what they're saying then is, okay, I get it. You gave to all the other sons of Israel harvests. Mm-hmm. You gave them land and you gave them inheritance, but we have you. Mm-hmm. And having you... Mm-hmm. gives us more joy than they get in the harvest time when everything is plentiful and they can feast and it's sumptuous and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think that's a beautiful image. And, and I love I love hearing that. And, and whether it's about the priests or it's just David talking about himself, he's recognizing the greatest blessing. The greatest blessing are not the gifts that you have given me, God. The greatest blessing is you. God, you, you are in relationship with me. Yeah, and, um, you know, with verse 7, of course, it leads into verse 8, and at least the way it's said on no my way. page, at least the way it's said on my page, um, this is a unit, right? <laughs> I guess I just say all that to, to say maybe, maybe for me, it would lean against the idea that this is about the Levitical priesthood. I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. And so isn't part of the joy, part of the gladness, the ability to sleep in peace. And that's something that, of course, David had, um, you know, as opposed to the priests. Well, it wouldn't negate that. No, it wouldn't negate that. I mean, it's Dave. If it's David speaking on behalf of the priests, it's him setting himself up as an example that they could also lie down and sleep because the Lord is the one that makes them dwell in safety. Yeah. And, you know, you could understand how a priesthood that doesn't get land, they're basically on on this sections of land that came from the other tribes, and they might feel a little bit vulnerable. Yeah. So, again, it's not it's not really the approach that I think with the with the psalm, but I think walking down that, thinking it through, gives us a picture that even as if I apply it to David during the time of Absalom or during some other time of distress, even if I if I were to put it with some individual who is going through a difficult time, what he's pointing out is okay, uh, these folks are looking at me. I'm going through a distressful situation. Right now, I don't have abundance of wine and grain. I, yeah. I'm, and especially if this is during the time of the of Absalom's rebellion, he's fleeing no, yeah, from his treasuries yeah. and his storehouses, going out into the wilderness again, where you know he was there with Saul. Now he's going back with Absalom. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying is, but I've got you. So, I've got you, and, and I'm cool with that. I just hope that that is the case. You know, that's what I want my heart to be, that I'm, I'm satisfied and I have a joy with God, and I don't get that confused with anything else. I, I got to tell you, though, that um, probably we look for joy in a lot of other places. You know, what what brings someone joy? Mm. Money. 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 Uh, we, we look at money, and money gives you all the options, and options gives you so much joy. Uh, Fame. Popularity. One of the funniest things I ever heard about cars, though, there was a fellow talking. He had several cars. He had several. And he said something like that. He goes, I, I think I have six cars. He goes, I have found this to be true, though. I've never been able to drive more than one at a time. <laughs> true <laughs> you know there's there's even if you have these wonderful physical things there's limitations to them they can't supply everything for you you talked about fame um you know i i you talk to young people today and and i'm probably still in that group but maybe just on, on the outer edge of it you know i mean you're I, closer than i am i'll give you that 
I roll back the clock 20 years, though, to when I was coming out of college and people asking, what do you want to be? What do you want to do with your life? People say today, I want to be an influencer. I want to be an influencer. And what's Mm -hmm. that mean? I want to be some type of video personality on YouTube. I guess I wanted to be an influencer too, Edwin, but I just thought that's what a preacher was. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what to call it. (laughs) Well, we hope that you're influencing, at least if uh, if you're going to continue following the Lord. What brings you joy? Um, Entertainment. Okay. And so there is a joy that um, part of the delight is the amusement. Mm. I don't have to think. I will say that it, it seems to me to find my joy in the Lord, I need to have a mindfulness about that. Uh, that uh, receiving the blessing of the Lord and finding fulfillment in that mean, means that I don't turn off my my mind and my heart. It means that I, I celebrate with my mind and my heart God and all he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What brings so maybe there's an joy. active joy. Mm. Mm-hmm. What brings me joy? Friends, friends. Mm. That's the thing, you know, one of the things that I have tried to remember myself. Okay. And I I remember one time with my kids. I can't remember what it was I was getting on to them about. They were doing something that, that, that disappointed me. It upset me that this is what they were happy about. And they were, they were upset at me as I was trying to correct them. And I, I remember one time trying to let them know, look, guys, look, here, here's my deal. My deal is I want you to be best friends with Jesus. Mm. And when you have a best friend, you do things with your best friend. And you don't do things that upset your best friend. You don't go places that your best friend won't go. You don't get involved in activities that your best friend says, I can't be involved in that. And so I want you to think in terms of being involved only in the things that your best friend Jesus can come along. Would he watch that movie with you? Would he listen to that? Would he sing along to that song with you? Would he laugh at that joke with you? Would he go to this party with you? And when I find my joy in God, I don't feel like I'm missing out when I don't go to the places that Jesus doesn't go. I'm, I'm happy to be with Jesus. And if it's not missing out to mm-hmm. not be or go in those places or experience those entertainments, but Jesus doesn't want those because what, what I want, what sparks joy for me, what brings me most joy is being with the Lord. That, mm-hmm. And I want that to be true. I'm not saying that's the way it is for me all the time because it's not. I'm Part of talking this through is reminding myself this is where I need to be. Like you said a minute ago, I hope this, this is one more time yeah. where I say that in a prayer. And then what I followed up with is, Lord, make that true in my life. Hey, there's different kinds of feelings of satisfaction, I guess. Uh, even here in the psalm. He talks about all the grain and all the wine and, you know, the, the delicious foods. And, boy, you have a nice meal. And don't you just feel satisfied? Mm. Don't, you, don't you just mm-hmm. kind of glow? <laughs> but it's not a lasting satisfaction. It's not a lasting joy. Uh, we've talked about this maybe along some other lines this week. But, you know, that the, even as fine as a meal is, and we're so thankful for it, but that goes away, that nutrition goes away, that feeling of full goes away. And you're ready to eat again, you know, another six hours, eight hours or whatever in the morning. Um, and so, yeah, you can have joy for a moment, but it, it's fleeting and it's passing. God brings an enduring joy. 
passage in Psalm 73 is my favorite passage in the whole Bible. I'll go ahead and bring it up now because we won't get to Psalm 73 this year. But in Psalm 73, (laughs) where he says, Whom have I in heaven but you, and I desire nothing on earth beside you. Mm. For me, that is the epitome of spiritual maturity. Okay. I am not there. That's that's the passage that I pray again and again to the Lord, saying, Lord, get me there. That's where I want to be. I want to be where there – because I think when I'm there fully, mm-hmm. all temptation gets removed. Hmm. I, I want God more than I want anything else. And mm-hmm. so this other thing that Satan pops up in front of me doesn't mm-hmm. tempt me mm-hmm. because that's not God, and that's not where God is. So I'm not there yet, but I see myself uh, – excuse me, I mm, – I want God to get me there. I, I want to see myself there. And that's that's this idea of you give me more joy. That's where joy is found in your presence. Can I say this about our view of heaven? Sure. Sometimes I am afraid that our view of heaven may demonstrate where we really get most of our joy. When my view of heaven is getting to find out how the other half lives, getting to live in the like gold-plated... A, like a mansion yeah, over the hilltop the, the gold-plated silver mansion with, you know, sumptuous living and servants at my beck and call. So I have, uh, you know, that, that may show where my delight really is because what makes heaven great is not the house I'm going to live in. Yeah. As if I'm going to live in houses in heaven. It's not the food I get to eat as if I'm going to eat food in heaven. It's God and actually being in his presence, and that's where joy is. That's what I'm wanting to get to. That's what I'm constantly asking God, help, please get me there. That's where I want to be. And that's a never-ending joy in the presence of the Lord. How long? Mm -hmm. It's going to be till he gets me there in eternity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's really helpful, really encouraging. Uh, It's a wonderful psalm to read, and actually to read in these different translations has been been great. Uh, We hope that you are getting a lot out of this podcast. Um, Let us know. Send us an email with your feedback, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org text talk at christiansmeethere.org if you happen to be in the Tampa area this weekend we hope that you'll go over to our website christiansmeethere.org find out all the information where you can come out and worship with us we'd love to meet you Uh, why don't we bow and have a word of prayer together our great God and Father we thank you Lord so much for this day we thank you for your word we thank you for David whom you moved by your Holy Spirit to write this psalm and Father we are so encouraged as we read about joy And Father, help us get to the place where we understand that you are the source of our joy, but that, God, you are the fullness of our joy. And uh, and we just won't have any substitute, God. We want you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. Well.